0: The Metal Mentality Podcast is brought to you in partnership with AM300 and The Phoenix Project. For more information on both, check out am300.com metal.
1: I felt alone, like I was trapped in a cold, dark room. I will be the last to fall. It seemed as if I felt
0: a ray of light. In a world overwhelmed by darkness, how does one move into the light? I won't have your name to call And it gave me the strength to break free I will be the last to fall. Hell has lost its power Be metal and stay metal with consistency Continually choosing to make choices for a better future Fortitude having courage while overcoming obstacles. Grit, perseverance of effort, combined with passion while working towards being better today than you were yesterday. Once I broke free, I never intended on going back. But I had made a promise that if I ever found my way out, I would return and fight to liberate those still trapped inside. You are not alone. Rest assured, I will be the last to give up. These are metal-minded individuals, and these are their stories. You're listening to the Metal Mentality Podcast. Now, here's your host, Preston Ewell. Hey, welcome to the show today, everyone. This is Metal Mentality. I'm your host, Preston Yule. Man, today I'm I'm excited for today. I'll just put it out. I'm excited. So, my guest today is his name is uh, Marco Lopez. Marco is a mindset coach who works with uh, individuals, companies on the international scale to help them develop a deeper mindset and quiet all that mental noise, everything that's blocking us from doing the things that we want to do, achieving our goals, all those distractions. And he helps us, he helps individuals move those things to the subconscious and become even more awesome than they already are. It's pretty amazing when I learn about this, this type of work that he does. It, I think it's what a lot of us need. That's why I wanted to have him on the show. How are you today, Marco? How are you doing?
1: Hey Preston, I'm doing really well. Thank you. Excited to be here with you.
0: Yeah, so when uh, we, we made connection through a mutual friend of ours. And when he told me about you, I was, I was already like, well, this is a no-brainer, yeah. And then we talked last week uh, for about an hour, and I was like, yeah, you, I need to have you on. People need to hear <laughs> from you. So I'm grateful for your willingness to take the time and, and share a bit of what you do with us. It's a pleasure.
1: Glad to be with you.
0: So I hope that introduction I gave you is describes accurately what you, what you do. Uh, but why don't you give us a little bit more of a background and, and make any corrections on, on anything I may have said. Sounds good. Yeah.
1: So I, um, you, the introduction was perfect. It was really good. So I, um, just to kind of reiterate, I do two things, two, two parts of my focus. And that is, I, I help individuals, mainly, you know, people who are very Um, committed to growing, they are determined to succeed. They need to succeed. They rely on their success um, for their living, right? Um, People like straight commission sales representatives, um, people like network marketers, business owners, they, if they don't have the right mindset, if they don't have, if if they can't get themselves to continuously or consistently succeed, then their family suffers, their income suffers, right? And so I help these individuals in two ways. I help them, one, quiet the mental noise, so get rid of that excess clutter, the excess um, thoughts that are wasted, that are preventing them from being at their very best, from thinking at their very best. And then also I help them on a different level to be able to achieve deeper mindset change, to be able to um, change, these deeper set and negative habits or limiting beliefs, so that they can break free from those and and achieve higher levels of success.
0: So you you help you help us optimize time. Okay. Uh, optimize your minds.
1: Optimize optimize your minds so that or and your thinking, so that yeah, so that you can optimize your time as well, right? So you can save a lot of time because otherwise. I mean, just think about how much time you lose per day to due to unproductive thinking. Let's say that you get stuck in one mindset, right? You're, you're so set on doing things one way and it doesn't work out and it doesn't work out and it doesn't work out and then you're just frustrated and you're, you sit there in frustration for a few hours when you could have just, you know, delegated it to the subconscious mind or you could have, you could have just kind of skipped it and moved on. I mean, think about it in terms of like, a test as an example right if you're taking a test at school I remember I used to be the worst at this I would take so long taking tests right and I would um, I would get to one problem that was so difficult or that for me it was really hard I, I felt pretty confident about the test but then I, I got stuck on this one problem and I just like focused on it and focused on it until I got so frustrated I ruined my mindset really for the rest of the test for when I I uh, spent too much time on it. I pressured my mind too much on that test. And then I became, um, I used too much time on the test and then I was rushing through the rest of the test and my mindset wasn't as good. And so I didn't do as well on the rest of the test. But we do that. Um, We get off of our best mental state and mental behavior all the time just through our thinking habits, right? Whether it's getting upset with someone or pressuring our mind too much or not being kind to ourselves mentally, right? Um, like a lot of negative self-talk that we give ourselves, all that stuff drains our mental energy and we are not nearly as good as we could be.
0: Yeah, I, if you're like me, you don't like taking tests, particularly math tests. I don't do well with math tests. Yeah. Uh, just My ADD just kicks in and I'm just like, distracted and then yeah if I can't remember or I skip something or or, I will go back to it and I'm like oh that doesn't seem right or I'll I'll feel confident about it and I'll go forward and I'll start thinking about it again and I'm like did I do that right and then that's why I haven't taken algebra in 12 years so (laughs) (laughs) but if you can quiet that uh I think that that's the way that we can really uh fulfill our potential and not just test but the test of life because we're always going to have situations that come up we're always going to have problems that occur um, that will still our our mental bandwidth I guess you could say
1: yeah absolutely
0: so you said one thing you said you, you can delegate things to the subconscious can you talk a little bit more about that what does that mean what does that look like and how can we do that
1: yeah so um for example let's say that you have a big a big project to prepare for, right? Um, Let's call it writing a book, right? You're writing a book, right? And uh, you give yourself specific deadlines of doing certain things, right? And uh, one of those things would be naming the book. So you have to give the book a title. And so as you're, you know, imagine that you're writing a book and you start off with, in your mind, step one is naming the book. You gotta give the book a title and then you can start writing it, right? And so, if you are, um, you're so set on giving that book a title. Imagine that you're sitting down in a room and you just want to give that book a name, right? And so you're just you're just thinking and thinking. Maybe you're brainstorming and brainstorming, but then you're like, no, that's not right. That's not good. That's not good. That's not good. And you're like, you're you're just um, kind of self-criticizing a lot. And then and then it gets to the point where in your mind you feel this pressure, you feel tension, you feel stressed, you feel exhausted, right? And then you just keep pressuring yourself. You keep saying, no, but I got to get it today. I got to get to, does this sound right? Does this sound right? What could the title be, right? And you're just like going through all these titles in your mind. And then, um, and that's what typically people do, right? They'll, they'll pressure their mind too much. And so what I say that you should do is, instead of, instead of that, you, you know, you, you want to brainstorm, you want to write out all the ideas that come to your mind. Initially, write down all those ideas, write down that long list of ideas that come to mind. Don't criticize, don't throw out any, just, you know, just see what comes to mind. And then, um, and then the very moment that you start to pressure yourself, or you feel that you're, that your mind is getting pressured or a little bit, even a little bit tired from what you're doing, then that's when it's time to delegate. So in other words, you take that sheet of paper with all the ideas that you've written, right? You set it aside and you say, okay, it's not productive anymore for me to think of this. I'm going to go do something completely different. And so I'm going to go and um, play with my dog for a while, or I'm going to go for a walk. Um, I'm going to go do my exercise, wherever you stop thinking about that thing that you were thinking about initially. Um, And then when you focus on that thing like or when you when you're focused on that on that break in other words using your mind in the right way and this is a totally different subject but how to use your mind in the right way you use your senses you use your five senses um that is how our mind was meant to be used so when you're when you're not pressuring your mind like once you've taken a break from pressuring your mind on this mentally exhausting thing that should have been a job for the subconscious mind recognize that your conscious mind isn't made for that type of thinking, right? Now you're going to take a break and you're going to use your conscious mind for what it is made, meant to do. And that is to enjoy the beauty of the world around you, right? You're enjoying the, the, the dog, you're enjoying the sounds, you're enjoying the trees, you're enjoying the wind, you're enjoying the, the beautiful air, the butterfly, right? So seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching, right? You're in tune, you're very present in the moment now your mind has had a break from that deeper thinking, which is a specialty of the subconscious mind. And you're using your conscious mind in the right way. Your conscious mind being that mind that you're aware of all the time. So I've gone out and I'm just, you know, I've enjoyed this time with my dog. I was living completely in the moment, went for that walk, came back. And before I even got I even got back, let's say my walk took 30 minutes, 40 minutes, right? It was this longer time that I spent. If I was present during that walk, then on my way back, when I least expected it, I would have gotten them some more ideas for my book, right? I'd be like, oh my goodness, I didn't even think of that. Wow, what an amazing title, what an amazing idea, right? So these amazing ideas come as I focus my mind, as I clear my mind, by using it to do the things that it's meant to do. And those things are just being completely present, being in the present moment. And so that is, that's the idea. That's, uh, that was probably a long explanation, right? But it's, it's basically just that you're, to sum it up, your mind, your minds, your two minds, right? Your two minds have areas of specialty. And one, your conscious mind is really good at living in the present moment, experiencing what you experience in life through what you see, hear, smell, taste, touch, and your um and your subconscious mind is the one that's really good at solving complex problems like the title of your book, right? And so your conscious mind can work on those things for a short period of time, but don't overstrain it because that'll drain your conscious mind. And so you wanna that's when you want to delegate it to your subconscious mind by putting it on paper. That, that is one way to delegate it to your subconscious mind. And then go and do something completely different. Be, be very present. And then it comes to you when it needs to come to you. The ideas come to you. And you schedule a time to think about it at a later date. So put on your schedule okay, review the book title um, at 2 p.m. today or at 7 p.m. today, or first thing tomorrow morning, right? And between now and then, I'm not even going to think about it think how much energy you would save, how much time you would save, how much mental strain you would save by not carrying that um, not, not carrying that pressure every second of your day. Okay, what should I title my book? What should I title my book? And your kids are trying to play with you and you're, you're trying to do all these other things, but you just are stuck on what should the title of my book be? I have to get it today, right? That makes sense?
0: Yeah, that does totally make sense. I kind of went through that same thing um coming up the name for this show at last yeah. summer when I was toying around with the idea, I had a list of about 30 different options and there are all some variation of what that is metal mentality words that were synonymous with metal and mentality and nothing seemed to stick. And I was like, I'm never, I can't even come up with a name for the show. How am I ever going to create a podcast if I can't come up with a name? Mm-hmm. And I remember the moment that it hit me, the name metal mentality is like, that's it. I, I was running on a track which is rare for me because I hate running with a passion. I'm actually um, an active non-runner because I just don't enjoy it. And um, But as I was running, I it just clicked. It just popped in my head, mental mentality. I was like, that's it. That's yeah. it. the name of the show. And uh, I think if we could learn to do that more consistently, rather I think I just kind of got lucky <laughs> and that yeah. happened that way. Um, but you – I think it happened because in that moment I was running and it was before the sun came up and I was watching the sunrise and I was like, wow, that is so beautiful. And there was a cool summer morning and I came around the track again and I saw the sun again. And that for that second time as it was coming up over the top of the mountain here by my home and it hit, there it was. I think maybe it's because uh, maybe if, was it because I was present in that moment, would you say? Uh, just from what you're saying, that's kind of one of picking up. Like I was using all my senses because I, I remember feeling a little of that cool, brisk summer breeze in the morning, seeing the 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 sun coming up, and I remember the smell, it's I could smell this the the rubber of the track. I could smell the fresh grass and 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 then it hit. So I don't know. Maybe what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Was, that was present, did you say?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that improves your mindset and improves your ability to just to function, right? If you think about it, and I think the other day when we were talking, I think I drew out the picture to you, but if you think of your conscious mind as a lake, like you want your conscious mind to be like a still lake, like a, like a, a perfectly peaceful lake with no movement in it, right? That's how you want your conscious mind to be all the time. So you your job, if you want control, everyone wants control these days. They want to control, but the bit the most control that you can have over your mind is you just keep your conscious mind still and calm so that you can think better, right? So that you can do your deeper processing better. Because what happens is when you keep your conscious mind still and clear, you have access to your subconscious mind. That's like the big genie with all the ingenious answers. That's your genius, right? And so you you keep your conscious mind still, and then the answers can just come to you. So it feels more like letting than forcing. Like you're letting the answers come to you rather than forcing. And yes, you were doing that by, by keeping your mind. I mean, you think about the track that you're running on. You think that like you were moving. So that movement, you had that touch sense with your feet touching, your muscles contracting inside, and, and you had the, the visual, the smell, all that stuff. Just kind of, it gave your mind kind of a reset. An amazing thing about exercise is it kind of it also allows us to to um, to release a lot of that built up mental noise that we have, right? It can help help us release it so that we kind of get a restart and can um, can have you know can get back to that still lake or close to a still lake by the time we're done.
0: So. Well, we need that mental reset and we, when we can tell like we just don't feel centered. We don't feel present. How, yeah. how do we go about doing that? How do, we, how do we be present in the moment when we're not?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. And that's uh, because a lot of the tools that I teach, like I said, I do two things. I, I fo- have two areas of focus. One is to help people quiet mental noise. And the other one is to help them achieve a deeper mindset change. And for the first thing, it really works, like for, for quieting mental noise, it really works a lot better preventatively. Like, or prevent, yeah, preventatively, preventively. Um, anyway, it, it helps us to, it, it's much easier if we can prevent the noise from happening than to try to fix it after it's there, right? If you have to fix it after it's there, and I think that's the question you're asking, because once you're there, you already know that you're noisy. How can you get unnoisy, right? How can you get rid of that? And so I recommend what you did. I rec- I recommend going for a run. I recommend all oftentimes even in my office here, I'll I'll just sit down and I'll do a lot of push-ups, right? Push-ups or sit-ups, or I'll go for a walk, right? So those things can be good. Also writing can be really good. So if you'll just sit down and you you can even write out your noise, you can write what it is that's causing a lot of mental noise, just write it out. And then on a separate sheet of paper, you can write the counter opposite, right? So maybe you feel, maybe you feel unproductive. I just feel unproductive. I feel like I'm not smart. I feel like I've always done these. Um, I've just had failure after failure after failure. And I just keep thinking that I'm going to fail in my next steps in life, right? We all have this horrible mental noise, this horrible stuff that, that, comes into our mind. We don't talk about it really, but everyone get a chance to interview people and and uh, you know talk to people before I start the coaching relationship with them. I realize that we all have it. We all have stuff in there. We have something in there that is that we're fighting against, and that's that mental noise. The trick is to learn how to quiet it and then to overcome it. We learn how to replace those thoughts with other thoughts, right? Um, and so, yeah, some of those most important things some of those biggest things are especially if you're already like if your body is already in an anxious state that means that noise has gotten pretty deep right and so then i would recommend yeah doing writing exercises that's really powerful just writing it out writing and writing and writing writing causes thinking or you can like go for a go for an exercise or if you can sleep that would be the best thing just go to sleep. If, if, if your mind will let you sleep, take a little nap, a little power nap or something, reset and start all over again. Um, you could also listen to something really motivational, like something that gets you thinking really big, that could help quiet mental noise. Like um, this, the, sorry,
0: like, like this podcast episode we're doing right now,
1: like this podcast episode. Exactly. You could listen to that. And then that can help you get on a different thing, right? It can help you totally change your mindset, right? So yeah, just turn this one on again and that'll help you no, uh, yeah. there. there are four areas four areas that i that I recommend for quieting mental noise and um, those you know are four connections that help you do that and that spells song it's your connection to yourself to others to nature and to the and to a, a greater purpose or um, to something greater than yourself.
0: Song, so song, say that again, what does song spell out?
1: It it stands for connection to self, which is essentially your connection to uh, your decision-making power, the fact that you are an integral part of of this whole song. This song is, I mean, the idea of song represents a song rather than noise, right? Mm -hmm. You move from noise to song, and that's what I promised in my coaching. It's gonna help you move from noise to more of a musical life, a more, you know, more artistic, light, easygoing, beautiful life, right? And, uh, and so the S stands for the fact that you are an integral part and you're the creative factor of everything that happens to you in life. Don't ever think of yourself as a victim. Take your place as the decision-making power, right? That's your role in self. Um, and then the next one is others. So it's a connection to others, it's understanding other people's deep needs, wants, um, their objectives, their dreams, their fears, right? All those deeper things that make up an individual that's beyond what we often see. Oftentimes we're seeing ourselves and we don't really see other people clearly. So when you start to see other people clearly, that spent to noise. So something dramatic in that area could also help you if you're at, the, at, at an anxious state, like if you, If your child starts to talk to you about how they just want to kill themselves, I mean, imagine something dramatic like that, right? Your child, then whatever mental noise you were experiencing suddenly disappears because you're you're all of a sudden consumed in their world. You're like, oh my goodness, tell me about it. What's going on, right? And so you let go of that because you really connected with somebody else. That makes sense. So that's the connection to others. The connection to N, or the And in song, it's a connection to nature or the here and now. So we'll start off, I'll start off describing why it's the here and now. Here and now, if you learn how to live in the now, you avoid a lot of mental noise, or you avoid so much mental noise because fear is, comes from focusing on the future, and then a lot of, a lot of other mental noise um comes from focusing on the past it's that regret it's that um it's that shame right that comes from focusing on the past and so if you can let go of that and you can do what you can do right now and learn how to um keep your mind like a still lake by staying focused on the present moment then in turn you can actually go out and you can enjoy nature you can be on that track and you can notice the birds singing. you can notice the the beauty of the trees Um, and then and so that's your connection to nature or the here and now. It's, it's basically getting rid of the excess mental noise so that you can be present wherever you are and experience the beauty all around you. And then finally, it's a connection to something greater than yourself. And on one level, on the first level, that could be your, could be a goal, right? Just make, make sure you have a goal. Make sure you always have a goal that's much bigger than yourself. Um, make it big if you don't have a goal that's bigger than yourself you you need to create a goal that's much bigger than yourself um it could be a goal of like this big house that you want to buy or this nice car or something something that you never thought you could get before but you just want to get but you need to think big you need to think about something really really big so on one level it could be a thing it could even be like having your whole family on a vacation in some foreign country that would be like an ideal situation for you, that could be your big, big goal as well. So on one level, your connection to G or something greater is that, um, is just a really big goal. But on another level, on a deeper level, this is really your spiritual connection because the, the thing that, the source that helps you get your, you know, achieve something far, far beyond anything that you thought you could ever achieve before, is spiritual. It's you pulling something from within you that you didn't even know existed, and so you need you need to learn how to access your spiritual power, something that's much deeper. And so, and that power is really the source of everything else. So, what now? We've made the whole full cycle of we've created that whole full cycle of song, that connection to self, others, nature, and now something greater. And then that something greater is what fuels everything else. That something greater helps you understand who self is, who you are and what your power really is and who other people really are. And it helps you trust in the here and now trust enough to be able to live in the here and now, which requires a lot of trust. And then that, as you finish that, it helps, you know, as you do that, as you live through that song, it expands your vision of something greater or it helps expands your awareness that you are supported by something greater than yourself. And it helps you get connected with that knowledge that c- comes from something greater. Mm. So anyway, that, that, uh, that's kind of that song. And it's in, uh, I, I just gave you kind of a deeper, you just asked what they stood for. And I gave you the whole explanation of it kind of. And so that, but that's, uh, those are the four connections that really, really help quiet mental
0: noise. Uh, That's awesome. I'm listening to this and I'm like, just dumbfounded. This is just so good. Uh, Mm -hmm. these, these are the things that we need to do, uh, to become mentally tough, to be able to rely on your grip. And, and so I I define this, this mental mentality as, uh, consistently believing in your ability to endure hardship by focusing yeah. on uh, fortitude and grit. And the definition I've, yeah. i found a fortitude that I really liked is pa- waiting patiently with courage. And I think yeah. that that's how we wait patiently with courage is that we trust the process. We find a process and then we trust that process. Yeah. yeah. And as, as, as that process begins, uh, we can be patient because we know we're on track. Right. And Right, and until until it arrives, we just rely on our grit. Yeah, I I really like what you're saying, I, li- I like how you use song as the acronym. Because, yeah, uh, life is is it's like a symphony more than a solo, uh, and if we can music uh, uh, rather than noise is is much more powerful, more influential in our lives. Rather than just someone wailing on a guitar who has no idea how to play that would, that would be me um, I, I like I'm really good at rock band but <laughs> not'm mm-hmm. no, not even good at rock band i don't i can't i don't i have a i can't i have struggle keeping a beat <laughs> I'm, I'm not musically inclined but if we can find that 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 song in our life that we can allow us, allow to carry us, uh, to our goals. I think that's really cool. That
1: yeah, that I, I, I loved what you said about the, you know, life isn't about a solo, it's about a symphony, right? Much more of a symphony or a choir, right? And so that, that, uh, there's a, there's a, a fun song that's sung by the one voice children's choir. And it's sung by, you know, it's like a symphony. Have you heard that song?
0: I was thinking of when I said that. Yeah. Life is symphony. symphony. Um, something about the melody. Just listen to the melody. Everyone plays a part.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you know that song, right? So everyone's going to go after this podcast and they're going to listen to it, but it's like, it's like a symphony. You just keep listening and pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part, right? And then it keeps going on and it talks about all this and and really That's something, that's a song that I have people listen to when they go through the whole song process, the whole coaching program at the end. They realize, wow, if everyone lived this way, if everyone made these connections, because mine isn't, the song isn't just those four connections, but it's the arrow that connects them all. It's the arrow that goes through them all that just keeps moving forward, right? That your greater purpose is what fuels your own energy, which fuels your ability to help other people, which, um, which then keeps you moving, and then you move through the, you quiet the noise through in like being very present, and that helps that arrow just keep going. All those things just help you move forward, and when you see this, and it's, you know, when you see the, um, my little logo or the, the, the diagram of song, you realize this just keeps you moving in this forward arrow that's all about helping other people. What if everyone lived in that way, right? if you think about it, the purpose of everyone's life really is just to help other people, right? And that's the biggest thing that, I mean, that's, when we live that way and we can stop thinking about ourselves so much, that quiets mental noise. It's the people who are so self-centered and self-focused that have the much noise. that much noise, and I know that because that's where I came from, right? I came from that place where I was very, very self-centered, very, very self-focused, and that's all I can think about. And I was just always thinking, man, what's my problem? Like what's wrong with me? I just want to be better. Like I've always been interested in personal development, but it wasn't until a little bit later that I realized that, that to actually develop yourself, you kind of have to forget yourself a little bit. You kind of have to stop thinking about yourself so much and become interested in the, the, the issues that other people have, right. And how you can be a part of helping that. And as you and I were talking the other, the other day, Preston, I I saw that in you, right. I, I mean, I know that that's, that's your vision. That's what you're. That's the reason for this podcast, right? Is you have this vision that there are all these veterans, there are all these people, all these um, people who are who have this need, who have a need for this kind of information that you're sharing on this podcast, right? So that's that's stemming from a purpose greater than yourself that you're sharing, which helps you in turn quiet mental noise because you're working for the benefit of other people, right?
0: Yeah. It- when you find the that I, I wasn't able to make this show happen until I decided that my reason why I was doing it. Yeah. Like I felt like I needed to do it, but I didn't really know why. Yeah. Once I realized it wasn't for me, it's for others. Yeah. All my, all my insecurities didn't matter anymore. That, yeah. that was my mental noise was my insecurities getting in the way. People saying you can't, this is a terrible show. This, this isn't of worth. Uh, why would you waste your time doing this uh, You and people said those things t- to me or about the show or even that was just what I believe people would be saying if they said those things they thought those things that I didn't have worth I didn't have value uh, it was a reflection on me not the way the, the show was created it was a reflection on me not the show itself and, and I, think, I think a lot of the mental noise we have is insecurities would you agree with that
1: absolutely absolutely and and let me just diagram a little bit let's let's talk a little bit about what you were talking about right so this you know that that idea that belief within you where you feel like if people don't like this show that's a reflection on me it's a you know it it it's a reflection on my worth on my value right and that is that's the arrow moving in the wrong direction right so we have so this arrow that I'm talking about moves from S to O to N to G. And in fact, we can take it a step back. We start it from the G, which is that greater purpose going to and through us. So it goes now G to S to O to N, right? And it's moving in one forward direction that's focused on helping other people. But these insecurities come up when somehow our arrow gets moving in the backwards direction. So now it's going from, like in the, in the case where let's say everyone on this podcast just thought, man, Preston, why did he do that show? Like he's, he sounds so, I don't know. He doesn't have a good voice for speaking or what, like, imagine, like those are just thoughts that you could be thinking about that, which aren't, you know, I love your, I think you're an amazing interviewer. You're doing this awesome. Right. But it's, that those are the thoughts that someone like Preston could be thinking when they do a show like this. And then as you're thinking the or, those thoughts come because of this opposition that always exists. You want to do something good, you've got to go against the opposition. The opposition is this backward force that's always trying to get your arrows to turn the other way, right? It's trying to convince you that your value is determined by what other people think, right? And that your, also that your value and your potential is determined by circumstance. So again, you look at the end, at the bottom, the N in the cycle, the N is like nature or your circumstance, but when the arrows turn backwards, that nature, that circumstance, and the people, or like other people, determine your worth. So like people during this COVID-19, right, that we're going through, there's a lot of people who feel like, oh, now the economy's bad, therefore I don't matter, I can't. I can't do anything to be successful, right? It comes from this belief that our environment determines our worth or circumstances determine our worth or other people determine our worth, what other people are doing, where that's completely garbage, that everything that you are the creative force of your life, you're the one who makes things happen. It's this greater purpose moving to and through you in a forward direction that's going to keep you moving forward all the time, right? And so your job is just to keep that arrow moving forward and let it turn back right? Never let it flip backwards. I mean, never, right? That's not a good word because we all let it flip backwards from time to time, but we just have to, it's such a valuable skill to learn how to flip that arrow in the right direction when it's in the wrong direction, right? How to flip it. And life is about learning how to do that, right? Getting back up every time you fall. When we're in that negative mindset, how you turn it to the positive again.
0: Yeah. It's it's about never letting the cycle stay going the wrong direction
1: exactly
0: it's going yeah,
1: to it's going to go backwards
0: yeah but it's going to go backwards either. yeah so i keep picturing the the infinity symbol that, right. that, we, that you say well, yeah. you can say g or it starts with s cuz we read left to right right and yeah. it's that spell song but really you could say it starts with the g so as yeah. i wrote the acronym down here that it doesn't matter what letter you start the cycle on
1: doesn't matter
0: as long as you get it moving, and and that yep. whole point of the infinity symbol is it it, d- it has no beginning and it has no end. And once you start right. that 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 sick that cycle in in your life, there is no beginning, there is no end. Just right. somewhere for a catalyst to happen for that to begin. For exactly find your cycle, not even begin your cycle to find the cycle and jump in where wherever you happen to, to start.
1: Yeah. There is direction, though. There is direction, right? And so, there, it's not it doesn't matter which one you start on. In fact, I've taken groups through through this process, and yeah, S O N G is a circle. It's S on the top, O on the right, N on the bottom, and then G on the left, right? And it's just this forward circle, right? But I've taken groups, and we started with G because G is what helps. That's the fuel for everything. But we started with N as well in some groups. N is what helps you quiet mental noise so that you can connect with your greater purpose, right? And so, and you, we could have started with others, where it's others who inspire the whole movement, right? And so, and I've started with, so I've started with everything, with everything. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter which one you start on, but it is the direction. You always want to realize the important thing is that you know that you are the one, you are the creative force in your life, and that you can influence other people around you and you do influence other people around you for positive or for negative but just make sure that you're turning you know make sure that you we just don't ever want to feel like we are just beings to be acted upon right that we're just being acted upon all, by all these outside forces and that that's where people feel really lost and um, powerless is when they feel like they don't have any control over their results or their future or anything. No. They're just like, they're
0: just a victim, right? I was just saying, if to say, if you're letting everything external influence you, that you're in a victim state of mind, you have a victim mentality. And you talked yeah. about this pandemic we have going on with the virus, that people feel trapped that they can't be successful with everything going on. And it truly is a, you're allowing yourself to be a victim of circumstance. Yeah. And, uh, the, not to minimize anybody who is truly a victim, uh, cause that is there, that does happen. Um, yeah. but we get to choose how we react to every circumstance. That's really the only thing that we have power over. So in this situation, right. if you've been deeply affected by this pandemic, um, you have no control or maybe you lost your job and you can't find another job. Yeah. Um, or you can find a job, but it doesn't adequately provide for your needs or your family's needs. Um, that's very unfortunate, but at the same time, how how are you allowing that to affect you? I think that that's where your power is. Your power is in your ability to determine how a situation is going to affect you. That's where our power right. is, going to be. and right. we, we give that power up all the time.
1: Yeah,
0: and, and even even mentally tough people at times will give that power up. But it's are you consistently giving that power up or are you consistently holding on to it? And when yeah. you get control of that, are you consistently regaining it? Yeah. That that's where a lot of us should focus when we want to yeah. be better versions of ourselves.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We we need to find um we need to find that power. Yeah, we need to um because anyone, I mean, it's true. There are, we, we can be victims of, I mean, we, we really all are. I mean, we are all are victims to a certain degree of certain things. But the fact is that we all, I mean, the victimization or the, the being victims or having obstacles that we're fighting against, that's what creates that mental toughness, right? And so if you're in a victim situation, just see that as, okay, this is my resistance that I have and the stronger the resistance, the more growth I can come from, from it, right? It's like Viktor Frankl, right, who was in, he wrote, wrote that, that book, A Man's Search for Meaning, right? And, uh, he, and he wrote about how there's no, there's no one who can, I mean, he was in concentration camps, he was subjected to all kinds of torture, like very, very bad things, right, that most of us can't even imagine, right? But yeah, he realized that there is that space in between stimulus and response where you have a choice how you're going to respond, right? Which is what you're talking about. And so it, I don't care how deep of a victim situation that you're in, don't ever give up that power to choose your response. You can choose your response to anything. And the, the stronger you are, and, and even the more oppressed that you are, the harder, the more weight that is on you, the more growth that's going to come from you choosing a better response under your situations right so you can always be growing i don't care what situation you're in and the more you grow the the faster you're going to be able to overcome whatever situation you're in
0: man i love that that it reminds me of the movie shawshank redemption i don't know if you've ever seen that yeah yeah he goes to prison and so i wrote a paper on this when i was going to college down in texas Man, I, I thought it was a terrible paper. And then my teacher said it was the best paper she'd ever read. She cried when she read it. She's like, hugging. can I keep this? I was like, yeah, what's going on? <laughs> I wrote it It was a cool photography class. And I wrote it about this and on this, this movie and how uh, one of the things she taught in the class was 80% of success is being present. And um, wherever you go, there you are. if rather than wherever you go, you're a victim. Right. Right. Or whatever happens to me is not my fault. But so yeah. yeah, So Andy Dufresne goes to prison. And as he's there, the one thing that I wrote about that I noticed in that movie was he never mentally allowed himself to become a prisoner. Yeah. He just was there. He was, he was just there and he was present. And, and, you know, in the end of the movie, he ends up escaping, digs that giant tunnel, crawls through the sewer pipe, (laughs) And makes his way to Mexico and steals all the money from the warden who was stealing the money illegally. It's 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 a great show. It's just awesome. One of my all-time favorite movies. Um, but if if we can have that mindset and that mentality in our life, that yeah, I might maybe I'm literally in prison, but am I mentally putting myself in prison? Or maybe I'm not literally in prison. I'm metaphorically putting myself in prison mentally. Uh, yeah that's when we really will suffer is when we don't allow ourselves to be mentally free because of our circumstances.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. You bring up that movie and I'm I'm just thinking back on it and remembering that one of the, one of the biggest, probably the biggest thing that stood out to me from that movie was just the persistence over time, right? He dug himself out like a a little bit at a time, right? A little tiny bit at a time, right? And then pretty soon he could get out of that whole thing. But that was, one little bit at a time and that's how life is and that's why people give up that's why entrepreneurs give up that's why people you know feel powerless in their situations if they're an abusive situation or anything like they just they don't see how they can get out of that situation in one day's effort but they fail to see that if i just put forth this effort what i can if i can muster all the strength i can get every day and i just keep fighting i keep moving in the direction that i want to one day at a time all those days add up and you do something huge. Right. And so it's so much of success is also um, Yeah, just focusing on that one day at a time. Don't let yourself be overwhelmed by everything that you got that you've got to do this year or this month or even this week. At the very most, take it as one day at a time. And sometimes it's even good to just focus on this minute or this hour. Right. And uh, do what you can every second to be able to move, move yourself forward. And don't let yourself go get overwhelmed by the challenge of, Oh, I've got to keep this up for 10 years or five years or anything. Just do what you can every moment and you access help. You get help, right? Then, then like all these seemingly miraculous things start happening to help you because you are the one who persisted over time, right? Everyone else gave up.
0: Well, yeah, so you go back to them, then he, he, there he is digging just little crumbs at a time, you know, a pocket full of, yeah gravel at a time and cement chipped away over time and i think how i think i can't remember how long they say he, he had to dig a tunnel it was like 20 feet or something like that i can't yeah. remember how it was and but if we look at that at life it and and his situation in the movie where you could look at the wall and be like i gotta dig through 20 feet like or your goal may be i gotta do all that and i'm even we're trying i'm not even gonna start and i think yeah. a lot of us do is we look at the the obstacles we have to overcome before we get to where we want to go. Right. And, and we look at it and we just get overwhelmed and we say, I can't do that. That's not even worth trying. Yeah. So we don't, we don't ever attempt it because, uh, because we, because we're impatient and we want the result now. Right. And, and but if we are just patient and continually chip away at that obstacle, we'll get through it. And, and there's a lot of life lessons to be learned in that movie, I think.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, man. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely.
0: We're about out of time here and man, this has been so fun. I've truly enjoyed this so much, but how, how can people get in touch with you if they want to sign up for one of your programs or reach out to you and learn more about you and what you do? Because I think a lot, I'm hoping people are going to listen to this and listen to what you're saying and be like, yeah, I need to meet with Marco because he's going to change my life. Cause I think that's truly really what you're doing is you're changing lives. So if someone wants their life changed, how do they get in contact with you?
1: Hey, thank you very much. Um, so I have a website. It's mind2now.com. So you can go there and you can learn more about what I do. Um, you can reach out to me. Right? You could. Um, you could email me at marco at mind2now.com. Be I'd love to hear from you. We could set up a time to talk. But but uh, yeah, I work with groups. I work with individuals. I work with uh, large companies. Right? So it, you know, whichever whatever level you're looking at. Um, Mindset, though, this thing that we're talking about here is that it's kind of that invisible factor that's underneath the surface of all of your lives, of all of our lives, right? We have our results, and sometimes we want to try to fix the result by, um, by trying to fix our actions or fix our behaviors or how do I say this or how, you know, what should I tell my, my girlfriend so she says yes to my proposal, right, to marry me or whatever. Um, it's not about the words that you say, right? It's about who you are. It's about becoming the right person. If if you're the right person, it doesn't matter how the words come out when you propose, the the only right thing that you can do is try to fix yourself, become the right person, become the right person underneath the surface. And so all that stuff that we're talking about is what song is all about, and what what deeper mindset change is all about, is how do we get down into the root things, the, the things that are way underneath the surface, that are currently holding us back, and how do we fix those and switch those to productive, um, positive um, ideas that are stored down in our mindset that will just continuously propel us forward? I think that anyone working on their mindset, if you work on your mindset day after day after day, that's the best investment you can make in yourself. And so, I would love to talk to you and and see how you know how you working on your mindset for six weeks or six months how that will create such a huge change in you that you'll need a telescope to look back and see how far you've come. So yeah, I'd love to talk to you.
0: Man, man, good stuff, man. We did this. (laughs) I have one question for you before we finish here and uh, that is if you had the next 30 seconds to say anything and the whole world would hear and understand you regardless of language barrier, What would
1: you say? Hmm, I'd say that there's two types of thinking, right? There's logical thinking and there's intuitive thinking. And Einstein said that the intuitive mind is the sacred gift and the logical mind should be the faithful, faithful servant. The intuitive mind is what led Einstein to make the discoveries that he made. Right. The intuitive mind is what will guide you in your life to everything that you need to do. So learn how to access your intuitive mind. And that's what quieting the noise does. If you can learn how to quiet your mind, you can access your much higher mind that will guide you to your own life's purpose and everything that you can do that will be your own, your, your own unique gift and contribution to make. So discover that gift and follow that and quit listening to what everyone else is telling you to do. Love it, man. I say.
0: That's powerful. Well, thanks, man. Appreciate you guys. I'm here I'm what you do. You're a credible human being. You're changing lives. And that's what this show was all about. It was just talking to incredibly awesome people who are out there making a difference and coming together, creating a community of resources for anyone who wants to become a better version of themselves. And you're a metal head. And you're a member of the metal mentality family. And uh, I look forward to talking with you and maybe we'll have to have you on here again. In the future when you you accomplish your next metal moment and, and change in life. So thanks, man. I appreciate it so
1: much. Hey, you were awesome, Preston. Thank you so much. It's a great this is a great opportunity and great discussion. Thank you. It's great. I really enjoyed it.
0: Hey guys, be sure to follow the Metal Mentality Podcast on social media. And as always, if you find value in the show, please leave a review and rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. But more importantly, share this podcast with someone you know who would benefit from the messages from the guests on each episode. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, at Metal Mentality.